Today on the Halloween 365 podcast, it's vampires everywhere. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe it. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 Podcast. It is the only podcast that is horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. And uh, today, my fine folks, we're bringing you the teeth. We're bringing you the fangs. We're bringing you the blood. We're bringing you some vampires. That's right. Something we haven't really discussed too much on this podcast, something we've been wanting to for a really long time, but we unfortunately just haven't had the time or the chance to do so. Uh, as always, I am joined by Jeremy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited for this episode. Uh, and to you people who don't like horror comics, this one might not be for you. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you, Mr. Phoenix, even though I think that's me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, normally we're joined by Justin. Unfortunately, due to some family emergencies, uh, he will not be with us today. Uh, we do send our best wishes to his family, and uh, he will be joining us later on down the road. We'll keep everybody posted on that as more things develop. Uh, but until then, we're going to be here holding down the fort, and uh, we we we're we're just going to dive right on in today. I think um, this is something. That me and you, Jerem, have always loved to discuss. We love vampires. We we we've been vampire fanatics since back in our middle school days, if I remember correctly. Am I right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I remember uh, you were the first person that I talked to that loved the Lost Boys as much as I did, <laughs> and uh, it's it's strange that more people, especially our age don't like this movie well i wouldn't say they don't like it they just don't talk about it that much yeah no that's something especially with um cult classics and things getting big it's still one of those movies like if you talk to a horror fan especially somebody that likes vampires then they're gonna be like oh yeah yeah the lost boys but you don't uh, hear about it or see it as much as well as much as i think you should or would yeah i mean honestly um, i i would uh I, I gotta put it up there. It's in my top. I would like top five horror films in general of all time. Um, but it's also one of my top five vampire films of all time too. Like it's got its own individual category. Like it's, oh yeah, it's 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 a very uh, niche movie. But I love it. I love every minute of it. It's so good. Yeah. No. I'm. I completely agree. I not only put it in my top horror movies and top vampire movies, but me personally, myself, I put it in my top five movies of all time. Damn. That's how much I love it. That's, that's up there, man. Like that's up there. I, I would, uh, it's definitely one of the most inspirational. It gives me a lot of inspiration. Like when I need, when I'm down in the dumps, it makes me feel really good to watch. Like it's a, it's a, it's a feel good movie for me. Um, like the Goonies is another one that's a really good feel good for me, but yeah, that one's it's up there with Goonies, hands down. Oh yeah, especially like because I do believe in an interview. Keeper Sutherland was talking, and he said he feels like that's one of the first couple movies that had a crazy, amazing soundtrack that goes with the movie. Because if you think about it too, you hear those songs. I don't know about you, but me especially, if I hear those songs just out. I immediately that's the lost boys like oh dude yeah yeah like i i don't mean to, i don't mean to go off on a tangent here but literally like the other day i was watching this little tv show called reservation dogs um spoilers to anybody out there who who watches this show uh the last episode of season two there's like this crazy homage uh, homage homage whatever there's this crazy uh tribute <laughs> to uh i still believe and like I, I'm just oh. like I'm just like fucking tripping out, and I'm like geeking out about it. And my wife thinks I'm fucking stupid or something, and she's like, "I don't get it," because <laughs> she didn't watch Lost Boys. She doesn't like Lost Boys, but I'm just like geeking out oh. about this. And I just I, the, 
that soundtrack is just mm, chef's kiss right there we want to talk about chef's kisses mm. that's good oh yeah that's good yeah, it's, it's it's right there man it's up there as in my opinion one of the best movie soundtracks of all time uh it just goes so well and then the incorporation of 80s pop culture along with it is just so i could ramble on about this movie for yeah, hours. oh i could too and i don't i don't mean to uh, ramble about lost boy specifically but um I just wanted to bring that one up from the start to kind of get the energy going, but also to kind of uh, let everybody know where we come from in our uh, point of view, like like our, our favorite uh, type of, of vampire flicks. And um, what was what what got you interested? Like what got you started in vampires? Like what triggered for you? Honestly, and I may have brought this up on a previous episode, but one of my earliest memories and i know it's one of my earliest memories because i don't think this was around longer once we got older was dinner in a movie was on tv oh and god i forgot about that yes dude and i remember they they were playing the lost boys and i just i don't remember the whole movie you know because you're so young Mm -hmm. i was probably like three or four and i just remember specifically seeing david's face when he's in the tree come out of the shadows and that scary vampire and i was like yeah like i was like what is this and i think just ever since then a couple years later i was dracula for halloween it's just ever since then that kind of got me in my interest and there was another um, another thing it was uh real quick um there was an episode of are you afraid of the dark Mm. i don't know if you'll remember this it's the one where the dude finds the typewriter and the stories he types out on it are real I think I, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so he's topping out a vampire story, and like it's him, but because he's basing it off of him and his girl crush, and it starts coming to life, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And she's like, "Well, what happens next?" And then he grows the teeth, and he's coming to bite her, and I thought that was cool too. So it's, those two things are what really got me into vampires. There's something very alluring about vampires right like i know we 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 had briefly discussed uh one of the subjects we wanted to talk about on on this episode today was what is it about vampires that is so gripping and engaging and just it it locks you in no matter what your age is like it there's something about it that's like yes yes so I can let you know the first thing I automatically think, because like you said, it doesn't matter what age it is. It's always fascinating to everybody. And it doesn't even matter what type of vampire it is, because I don't like the Twilight movies, but I gave them a shot just to check it out. But it's the one thing that I think that it is for everybody is because at the end of the day, Chad, what is the majority of people on earth afraid of? We're afraid of death. We're afraid yes. of growing old. And this, you never grow old. You never die. Uh, mm. Not to keep quoting the Lost Boys, damn it. I, I didn't it's, even catch that at first. Full circle. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. There's, it, it's, it's charming. It's, 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 it's just fucking punk rock. It's sexy. You know, everything about it, there's, there's just, there's elements, there's layers upon layers of, factoids that go into what makes these creatures of the night so appealing and it's it's the mystique there's a mystique about it like i there's so much dense and rich lore and like you said it doesn't really necessarily matter the vampire like there's lore even some that has been just completely self-created from scratch from from some of these uh authors and and whatnot yeah and if you even if you look out through history this is one of the oldest lords of all time through all cultures like a big thing of where the garlic came from of you know why vampires don't like garlic is apparently um back in the day like even back close to egyptian times uh, and they thought that there were vampires if they thought you were a vampire some of them would offer you garlic and it wouldn't even matter if you're allergic to it. And you're like, no, I can't because it was like (laughs) garlic apparently is like one of the healthiest uh, foods 
for your body in general. And they just assumed it was like, well, if you don't like garlic, it's got to be because you're dead because this is like a life-giving vegetable. And so, yeah, even if, even if you were allergic back in the day, you were fucked. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it goes like I'm so I'm rambling a little bit, but that's what I was saying is it goes back all the way to ancient times, man. There's, you know, there's uh, places in Europe you see cages over graves because they thought somebody was going to be a vampire. And they, so they put cages over the graves like this is it's ancient. See, that, that is remarkable to me. Like, it's kind of scary to think that that's the way that we used to think, too. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's, I can't imagine an Egyptian vampire. There, there's like, so, you know, I know we talk a little bit about going back. Uh, the, the oldest, like, so let me ask you this. Uh, when you think vampire, right, without even really giving it too much thought, first time frame that pops into your head. Um, Real quick, you said Egyptian vampire, uh, Queen of the Damned. Oh, there you are. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I completely forgot. Um, so when I think vampire, of course, I mean, my mind goes back to probably, what, 1600s, 1700s, yeah. European? Victorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like, I've got this image of fucking Tom Cruise embedded in my head. Uh, and, and I can't, I can't get rid of it. I, I don't know why. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's embedded there. When I think vampires, I think of that fluffy, uh, I don't even know what that is. With that like, garb? puffy uh, shirt. Yeah. Like I think of that puffy garb that they, yeah, it's, mm, yeah. See, and that's it's another funny. thing. It's another thing too. Um, and maybe this is one we should have looked in a little bit more on, um, because you do think that, but if you think vampires in America, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I think Louisiana immediately, like, yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, like, I, I could see that. Yeah, and I, I think mainly that's Anne Ross is doing, um, but it is like of all places, like in America, I wonder why New Orleans is chosen. And there's even a vampire bar down there to this day, like it's a vampire club and or a bar that you can go in. Don't you? And, uh, can't you drink blood? I think you can. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. If I'm not mistaken, I remember uh, this was a long time ago. Now, this could have been on that show, Dark Tourist, or maybe it was. I don't know why I'm thinking it was Viva La Bam for some reason. <laughs> but I remember, I remember watching something around that time frame of some people going into a bar and you could drink blood, but you had to get you know test it there, there was like some rules like there were some precautions uh behind it you couldn't just you know waltz in and just say give me some blood there was like a system to it right I yeah and it. i think it was even like a um like a, a specific room in the back for like people who've done that or whatever i could be wrong on that too but i know what you're talking about because i've seen that also yeah. like a maybe like a travel channel thing yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. It's. I just remember being around that time frame of two thousand, the early two thousands, mid two thousands, seeing something about that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, very unusual. and it's 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 unusual. Um, like if you're really wanting to get into it, sure, fine. You know, I busted my lip and I drank the blood that came from it just unintentionally. Tastes like pennies. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to do it again. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. I've got a clip actually that I want to play for us too. Um, I this is completely off off the hook, or off the off the script here. I, let me I'll have to pull it up. But uh, in the down downtime here, would you drink blood if somebody walked up to you and offered it to you? Like you know who this person is. Like let's take that into consideration. Okay. And they're like, hey, drink my blood. What what do you do? <sighs> I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. I've had an ex, um, like she had cut herself or something by accident. I forget exactly what happened. It was like her finger. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, hmm, I wonder. So I just grabbed her finger and put it in my mouth. And I was like, oh, there we go. So oh, I drink well, the blood. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't say that I would have done the same, but I've got a little clip here that I want to play. Um, this is from a podcast, another podcast. I know here we are sponsoring someone else, um, called Lyle forever, but this is the conversation. 
I was with this guy. I was at his house, and he was like, here, drink this. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, is this blood? And he was giving it to me because he thought it was the elixir of life and, like, would actually help me, which is really sweet. I just couldn't say no because, like, when you're in front of someone, it's hard to just reject something. So I drank it. So... So hold on. Yeah. For this girl's logic, if there's a dangling dick in front of her and they're like, suck it. She's like, I can't say no. God, I can't damn. say no. Uh, it's funny. I didn't play the rest of the clip there. I, I don't know if there would be any legality issues there or like get us dinged for anything. Um, but basically they go on to say that he's like, you're a really nice, kind hearted girl. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe yeah, well, you wouldn't say no to something like this. Um, yeah, I just thought I, was... I would call it something different. I don't know if I'd call it nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I know what you would call it, and I think I would probably call it the same. Um, yeah, and it's very non PC. But yeah, no. uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll... I'm sure other listeners would. They know we don't have to say it. They yeah, know it's. I mean, there's that just goes to show that there's a lot of people out there, uh, and I'm not knocking you. I'm not going to kink shame you if that's your thing whatever do it safely and you know make sure whoever you're doing it with you know they don't have some kind of something you can't come back from yeah but you know do your thing only (laughs) only magic johnson has the cure for AIDS, ladies and gentlemen and you ain't got that kind of money you don't have that kind of money and i'm pretty sure he keeps it in a little cooler somewhere in his uh gym bag it's it's you know (laughs) i it's just fascinating to me that there are people out there who are willing to go that far and, and just maybe convince you that it is the elixir of life. <laughs> so flip the script on you. Would you do it? No, no, not okay. a chance. I, mean, I don't even have to think about that. I'm not, I'm not drinking blood. I, I don't even like taking a chance of going to a doctor and getting a shot because I'm terrified. And maybe this is an irrational fear that I'm terrified that the needle is going to be used and somehow they fucked up. Or that you just have somebody who's a POS individual that's a nurse. Yes. And they've intentionally done that. that there's yes, stories. Yes, there are stories. Yeah. Mm. Um, the closest thing to bloodshed uh, in a relationship or anything like that is um, uh, same thing going back to an ex of mine. Uh, we thought it would be cool to have little uh, ball necklaces and like hers had my blood in it and mine have hers in it, but it's not consuming. Oh, it was Jesus just like, Oh, that's Christ. a kind of a cool idea. You, you it never happened. Path. Oh, okay. You yeah. never happened. Okay. I was no, like, no, no. You went down that road. <laughs> so. Well, I don't like, uh, I, I, I don't like, um, making myself bleed either. So that was something that had to go into it. And I was like, no, I don't know. Well, I get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I know a lot of people pass out from the side of blood. I'm not that guy. I'm not squeamish. That's uh, my younger brother. He is. Uh, is he just not. 100%. Yeah. He, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't do blood. Yeah. Some people don't. No. Um, but man, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. It, when I see somebody else bleed, kind of fucks with me a little bit. Um, I don't know. It, it's something's off about it. So in that sense, if you were a vampire, uh, I wonder how long it would take for you to get over that because you needed to live at that point. I guess, I mean, if it's a matter of life and death, you got to be like Louis from a, uh, interview with the vampire, how he feed just fed on rats for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm an animal lover. I don't know if I could do that. I, I mm. yeah, there's pieces of shit out there in the world that you could get rid of easy. I, so. I think I would use it for good. You know, I would use it as like almost a, uh, I, I wouldn't want to say Morbius. I, I don't really, but I would use it to, to maybe, you know, put some good in the world. Yeah. So you kind of would probably, probably be like a Louie, um, or maybe like a Bill from True Blood. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think that's something, yeah, I, I don't think that I could just walk around, you know, biting innocence. Or anything like that. I think the hardest thing, honestly. Well, what about you? Well, what would you do? 
I don't know, man. I've got a temper, and I wonder if that would carry over into the vampire and make it worse. Mm. Like, I just, I ain't saying like I'm an angry person, but I can get angry easy. I'm, I can be a hothead. Okay. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to control. As I've gotten older, I can control it better. But yeah, I would like to think I wouldn't go crazy or nothing like that. I don't think I'd go like on a splurging killing spree, but I think I would like kind of seek out the pieces of shit like you know, the people that do the R word, the murderers, things like that. And I, I, I'd go after them. Yeah. I think that, I think that would be, uh, that would be, you know, putting good back into the world to some degree. Um, I think the, the one thing that gets me is if you're with a significant other, you know, it's like, you got to make that. First of all, you got to fight those urges and you got to make that decision. Right? Like, do you, mm-hmm. do, do you really want to, do you really want to live forever? That, you know, <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> sings that, but, uh, you know, it's like, do you really want that? And, and do you really want to bring that person along on that journey? Cause that's someone else you gotta, you gotta teach the ways. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's, it's not that simple. You know, you're not, not everybody's going to have a David there to, uh, to, you know what we are now your ass you know <laughs> yeah exactly and i mean this is probably this will be the last time i bring up my ex again but she she was big into vampires and that's why it's just there too because i did ask her that i was like and i feel like this is what you would need to do if you were being considerate i was like you know let's just say if i did like became a vampire i was like i would let you know first i'm not just gonna bite you up and i asked her that question i said would you want to become one which course she said no to she likes the thought of getting old and dying Ah. after she's accomplished what she wanted to in life but that is i feel like that's something right like you would unless you're just one of those ones like i don't care but like you said it's a it's a lot going into it because this is like you raising a child but under the rules of a vampire until they can get on their own and they're able to create someone new yeah no that's true and uh You know, now now that I oh, I'm about to get deep for a minute. I know <laughs> there's a lot to take in here. Oh yeah. This gives that movie the, the movie The Lost Boys a lot more um to fester on, to think about because you've got Star and her little brother, right? That's her little brother, correct? I'm assuming they never specifically they, said, but they never but someone, you know, bit that child for some reason. And I don't know what that reason was, but, you know, maybe they were trying to pull him away from, like, an abusive family. Uh, maybe he had some kind of illness. Uh, maybe, um, what if it was like this? Like, what if, you know, David really liked Star and wanted her? And he was like, well, that's kind of like a manipulation thing. This is where we need to talk to Schumacher. There like, if he was like, oh, you know what? Like, <laughs> I just gave some of your, um, some of my blood to your little brother, so you have no choice. Mm. and maybe she came from like a broken home and like had to raise them or something, you know, you know, what's sad and about that is you just unlocked some things I've uh, never thought about. We're never going to get answers because no. Joel passed away uh, last year, I think. So God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, no, yeah, We would have to find somebody that helped him write. Maybe. Yeah. That really that. fucking bothers me, man. That, that I, I bet there is, I bet there's someone who fucking does know. I, oh yeah. I, I bet old Sutherland knows I'd bet money he knows because he seems he strikes me as a person that asks a lot of questions yeah I would like to think so too or at least you know one of those dudes right like someone someone Patrick yeah someone's got to know something um anyway if anybody out there knows the answer (laughs) or, or can get us in touch with someone who does know the answer please do contact us on our socials and uh yeah, I, I want to know. I, I got to know now. Like, hmm. So let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Oh, because I... I was about to ask which which road are you wanting to go down here first, but go ahead. Oh, no. Well, I was I was just going to ask you. Um, you know what? No, no. Go ahead. Take the road map. Take the lead. Lead us down the road map. I don't care either which way we go. I, I love this subject. Okay. Um. Before we get into a debate on, I think, what will be the main topic, um, just real quick, 
there's multiple different vampires out there mm-hmm. from all the lores of the books, the movies. Um, you know, like we mentioned, I mentioned earlier, you got Twilight, which is they can still get brutal and mean, but they are able to be in the sunlight and they're sparkling. And that's a completely different spectrum of vampire compared to, say, for instance, like a 30 days a night. These are like mm. if Jaws had legs. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so i mean i guess that's a good place to start so we're going to kind of just let's bounce off each other yeah what vampires do you think i guess as you mentioned earlier could you survive yeah yeah um or what would also be the scariest too um i'm gonna go since i just brought it up i'm gonna go ahead and say it right now yeah I don't think I'm surviving 30 days or not. Oh, hell no. I like, <laughs> okay. So first of all, the weather conditions are, that's going to make me bitch out. Like that's already going to have me at like not even half capacity of power. Uh, cause I, I, oh, yeah. I don't do well. I don't fare well in the snow, even though I love the snow. Um, so I'm fucked. <laughs> and these guys are savage. Like they know God. You know, they don't, they don't pull punches. If you're caught, you're caught, you're done. There's no prisoners. There's no, I'm going to turn you. There's, we're hungry. Let us feast. Yeah. And they're they're not dumb either. They're not like how they had that. uh, They let that one girl go through the streets trying to lure people out. Mm. They ain't dumb. So, so I, I, I don't think I'm surviving. 30 Days of Night vampires, but I, I do think that I have one that's a little scarier to me. Um, the vampires from Blade 2. Oh, okay. I, know. I completely forgot about Blade. Yeah, so I know that those vampires are a little more um, genetically altered. If I remember correctly, they were genetically altered. I, it's been a long time. Same. Uh, but I don't know. They scare the shit out of me. Now, are those the ones that like their jaws can open up yep, and like, like predator? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. something about that. Like, it's almost parasitic. Uh, I, I would even go as far to say the strain was very similar to that. I was about to ask if you've ever seen it. Uh, Once you, you know, with my love of vampires, you think I would have watched. Oh, it's it's out. so good. How if you've never seen it, stop listening to this show right now and go watch the strain. I stand by that statement. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's oh, it's so good. It's it's Del Toro, baby. It's Del Toro. You can't I'll go wrong. Another, damn. Where mm. have I been? Mm-mm-mm. It's good. So, they look freaky though, from what I've seen of it. Like I said, I've not watched the show, but I've just seen like clips and shit like that. Yeah, it, and it's it's very similar to Blade, you know, because it is Del Toro did Blade as well, um, or Part Two. Uh, so it, it does have a lot of, uh, similarities there, but the, it's the most unique way that I've ever seen a vampire introduced, uh, in the Americas. Uh, it was very, well, it's just cool. Every, every aspect of it, I'm jealous of. Cause it's like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that. I see again. Yeah, now I'm going to, I'm definitely going to have to watch it after this now. I have, I have finally got something new to watch it's on hulu least. it's on hulu i believe so anyway okay. yeah go give it a watch um so blade two mm-hmm. do you think you're surviving uh no no nope 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 i would think if if i knew of blade and i kind of stayed close to him maybe yeah yeah um yeah because they're vicious they're vicious mofos too oh, so yeah. Yeah. that would be the only way i think minus that no i think yeah, I'm not surviving that one either. A lot of these, I feel like we're not going to survive. No, no, no. Um, Is there one specifically where you're like, yeah, I'd probably bode well in that situ- situation? I hate to say this because we pra- we've given it so much appraisal. That's okay. But look how easy it was for teenagers to wipe out the Lost Boys. That's a good point. That is a really good point. I mean, of course, you're going to have to know what you're doing with vampires, which, you know, you and I, I feel like we're good in that category. Yeah. Um, and I think the thing about the lost boys, vampires is they've been doing their thing for so long that they're just, 
they're kind of careless. Plus, they were teenagers themselves when they returned. So you got these arrogant dirt bike riding uh, teenagers that just pick people off the boardwalk because yep. it's easy pickings. And um, I think that they were they didn't go into thinking as much as they should have, and was just like, oh yeah, we're vampires, we're gonna fuck you up. No, so I think I think I could survive on that one. Yeah, yeah, I I think I would do. It depends on the circumstance. Like, if they catch me off guard like they did the poor security guard, I'm not making it out of that. Because, I mean, oh, let's no. be honest. I don't think many people would make it out of that. But if... Or if you're drunk at a bonfire, no, you're fine. Exactly. But if I have the drop on them, I think I'm going to be okay. But I, I, I do think that it was very ignorant of uh, the brothers to go in with just the two and only stake one. Oh yeah. I'm not really sure what happened there, but <laughs> ignorant. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially like later they even explain it. Now be careful. Uh, not all vamps go out the same way. He said some implode, some explode, some go quietly, some scream. It's like, if you knew that and you're going into their den, <laughs> you should have known. Yeah. Uh, I, so I think, I think I'm going to do okay in the Fright Night situation. Same. Because I've got the drop. You know, it's like if I already possess the knowledge, I'm not going to do what Charlie did. I'm not going to go making myself look like a psycho. I'm not going to go and make myself a target for Jerry. I'm going to, I know what I need to know, right? I'm going to take care of this myself. Yeah, you don't go to the police. Yeah. So let's be real. That It's going to be the same way. Like, that dude's like, what? As soon as he hears him say vampire. That's it. He's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's where... There's some very idiotic things that, that Charlie did. And I, I think that, you know, when you're comparing the two movies of uh, Lost Boys and Fright Night, the Frog Brothers do some ignorant stuff too, but they do surpass Charlie in the sense of, uh, uh, structural thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, it's like there, there's a little bit more, uh, intelligence there with those two. Yeah. They're a little bit more strategic on the path that they're going down. Um, and I mean, if you're looking at both of them too, a lot of people don't, um, or at least I don't hear a lot of people ever talk about how scary, they do look freaky, man. Their their bone structure and their face change, mm-hmm. uh, the whole red and yellow eyes. So I feel like seeing it for the first time, I kind of would have a look like I just shit myself, like Michael did. Yeah, when he first oh, sees yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, mm-mm. Mm. I'm. But then you go to Jerry, and that's that's a whole nother. So <laughs> I think so. So Jerry would hinder so so with jerry you got multiple problems right you've got his familiar that you have to deal with who's keeping a very close eye on him throughout um the night so you got to find a way to take care of him oh yeah and then you know he's guarding him during the day and that's another aspect that i love about um fright night it's one of the newer movies that actually kind of stuck with the whole Dracula and Renfield thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's got somebody that watches him to make sure that he's safe during the day. Um, I really like that aspect. And with that being said, that's just another person that is going to get in the way. Yeah, he might not be a vampire, but how many times did they shoot him before he finally died? Yeah, and I mean, he just kind of turns into a puddle of uh, pus. Yeah. At the end of that. Um, and for the longest time, I always questioned that, right? Like, when I was little, I was like, why did he turn into a puddle of pus? Well, he was never human to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And he was he was constructed from, well, I don't really know what he was constructed from, but he was never human. His purpose was He's kind serve. of, yeah, I feel like if I had a, 
definition of in my brain, like to put to my imagination, what I thought like a ghoul would be a real life ghoul. Yeah. That would be it. It'll be in a human form and, but he'd still can harm you and go through a lot of shit before he dies. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, I feel like those are two movies, even though those are two that we really love. I feel like, those are ones that we have a better chance at surviving. Yeah. I, and you know, I, I've never seen twilight. Um, oh, dude, I, I, it ain't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're, um, we could survive. And I'm not just saying that to people <laughs> listening. I'm really not, but I, 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 I don't mean, know what are... their stances are, you know, like I don't know enough about twilight to even really get into a debate about it, but it the only thing with that much no you have to um if i'm not mistaken I, you have to remove the head with with twilight okay so that's that's kind of difficult that's kind of difficult yeah, hmm. yeah i'm so, pretty sure I, and i could be wrong because i've not watched all of them i've only watched like the first one uh maybe the second one um but i do remember specifically there was one vampire like multiple of them had to hold him down and the other one snaps his neck and like breaks it off his body. And then they like turn the glass when they die or whatever and oh, shatter. That's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's a cool concept. It's just, it's the romance. Know. It's, it's, uh, it's the way they go about the romance too. I think And like I said, I've never seen twilight. So, before any fangirls or fanboys out there come after me, I'm just speaking this off of general knowledge. I think Twilight could have been a more interesting story if the werewolf shit didn't get introduced in there. I feel like that muddied the waters a little bit. And I know what people are probably thinking, he's not a werewolf guy. I like werewolf stuff, but let's keep them separated, right? I think the offspring said it best. i'll say this in response to that since i have seen the movie the werewolf part was my favorite part oh (laughs) yeah i was like these it's kind of cool because they turn into giant like norse mythology type fucking dire wolves yeah yes dude Mm. like so i i I dug that part but we're surviving that situation it's yeah (laughs) We are, man. All we got to do is I... stay in the sunny parts of town, and we'll, if we see somebody sparkle, oh, there we go, kill them. <laughs> so let me, I do know something. So uh, what was her name? Stephanie, is it Stephanie Meyer? Mayor? Whatever her name is. My, uh, yeah. My, so the author. I, I know she she lives here in Arizona, if I'm not bad or mistaken. And I think the books take place in Arizona, correct? I don't, I don't think they do. I think it's, it's more like a... Um, Maybe like a Washington, Oregon type place. It's one of those places that oh, no, a Phoenix. lot of time around the year. Huh? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I looked it up. So so she lived here in Phoenix. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think it took place in like Washington or something like that. It's a place that in real life, I guess, stays kind of dreary looking the majority of the year. Okay, so, yeah, it's Washington. Forks, Washington, it looks like. Or it says she was born in Forks, Washington, then moved to Phoenix when she was 12. Okay. Okay, Okay, then she moves back to Forks. I don't understand this fucking movie, people. I don't know. Give me a break. But but for some reason, I always thought that the film took place in Phoenix, and I live in Phoenix, and I can tell you right now, we do not have a lot of cloudy, dreary days. Those vampires would be fucked. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's sunny here, like almost probably like three hundred and forty days out of the year. So I don't know. I, I, so you got that heat with it too. I, no, I, I, no, I don't know. They would it's... not. They wouldn't be able to live there. Hmm. Like that's the whole po- uh, point of the movie too. Is they live up there in that general area because it does stay cloudy a lot. So they're able to go out and not get noticed. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so they can they can walk around in the daytime. It's just that the sun hits and they sparkle like a diamond. So, so is it painful? Like, like when they're sparkling, is it like? 
I can't remember. I feel like that's something she would have asked uh, old old, uh, Edward there. While he's sparkling. This is all from a fucking sex dream that she had. That's how she got the idea. She had a dream. Yes, dude. Basically, it was like she had a dream. Uh, there was somebody in a field and like, I'm pretty sure like the scenes in the movie, like Edward and, uh, the girl, they're in the field together and all of a sudden the sun comes out and he just starts sparkling, like <laughs> shining. Like, yeah, dude. And, uh, it was all, and so that's what I'm saying. I was like, people are going to be like, Oh, it wasn't a sex dream. It's a romantic dream. She probably had a wet dream from that, that <laughs> night and was like, I got to write this down. Hey, Stephanie, I got some ideas for you. You ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> And my dreams make no sense sometimes. Um, so there you go. <laughs> That's oh man, Christ. Uh, well, um, anyway, um, moving along. <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of them that I think we could go over and go over the situation. There's there's so many, um, but you know I've kind of getting short on time so do you want to kind of take us in the next direction yeah so so i guess uh what i was going to talk i'm going to talk about a few things here i'm going to i know it's time's ticking so i'm going to try to be as quick and concise with it as possible um first of all i just want to ask you this do you believe as it stands right now in a mythological way are there vampires as we speak walking among us I want to say a hundred percent. Like I a hundred percent believe if they're not here with us to this day still, that in some form or fashion may not be your traditional vampire, but in some way they were here on this earth with us in the past. Okay. Um, I do believe in energy vampires. That's a whole nother spectrum. I a hundred percent believe in that. I, I believe those people are still here today. A hundred percent. Um, do you think that most people are aware that they're an energy vampire or do you think that that's like, um, something that's just like there? So I've looked it up before because the first time I ever heard it, I was like, well, what the hell is this? So I looked it up and there are ways you can practice that. So, oh yeah, like there's a hundred percent ways to practice it. Um, and it supposedly it works. Hmm. You're just bringing the other person down. If anybody watches uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, <laughs> that's the first thing that popped into my head, dude. Yeah, man. And if if you read about it, it's kind of like that's how it is. And um, so, I, yeah, I hundred percent there are people like that, man. I'm sure you. We both came. I know I have, but I'm sure you have too. Came across somebody in your life, you just get around them, and it kind of brings you down. Oh, it's like damn, one hundred percent. I there's one individual specifically. That I cannot, and it's not that I don't like the person, it's just every time that I'm around that person, I just have the hardest time recovering. I I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. Oh, yeah. I've got a family member like that. I love her. She's family, but it's hard. Yeah. Uh, but... Hmm. Yeah, no, I, th- I do think so. I think um, if there are any closest form to a traditional vampire left there's not many yeah um or if there are they're definitely not wanting us to know where they're at if they are hit hit him up on his old digits there because <laughs> yeah hit, for real if there's anybody ever listening out here and you think because there's people i've seen videos and tiktoks there's one woman who swears up and down she had contact with a vampire and the vampire was coming for her oldest daughter. Oh yeah, I've and seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I've totally seen I, that. The story's batshit crazy. Yeah, dude, I would love to get her on here and just kind of comb through her story and listen to her and be like, "Are you full of shit or what?" But yeah, if you people think you've ever came in contact with the creature of the night, hit us up, Instagram, Twitter. Mm. You know. Halloween 365 on there. Let us know, because I would love to have you on here. Oh, yeah, no, I think that would be great. Um, yeah, okay, so so my last question before I dive into uh, the last little subject that I was going to talk about. Uh, they're real. Let's say in this scenario, they're real. Do you want to be one? Do, do, would you want to be one? At this point in my life, 
you goddamn right. <laughs> just turn me. I want it. Like, because, I mean, part of me, like, in the past, maybe, especially at a happier time in my 20s, I ain't, and trust me, people, I ain't sitting here trying to be mopey or sad or saying I'm yeah, a big yeah, depressed no, no, mess. No, no, yeah. It's just, you know, as you get older, life kind of sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. I and I'm 29, so I feel like right now would be the perfect age to turn. I wouldn't mind looking like this for the rest of my life, or for all eternity, I guess, until I die. Well, I mean, the cool thing about being a vampire, is, I mean, there's no rule saying you can't dabble in cosmetics of some form. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, you got a point. It's uh, You can totally preserve yourself to some degree. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, honestly, I think I would, too. Because I mean, yeah, the the whole having a drink blood and shit sucks, but there's not enough time in the day to do the things that I want to do, and I know that life is very fragile and very short, and because of that, I'm always gonna want more time. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think the only other aspect that would suck of becoming a vampire is uh, you would have to. If you stayed in the area near family, you would have to watch your family die. Oh, yeah, that does kind of blow. Yeah. Wait, that... why do you think they're always, half of them are always depressed, man? That's why. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's I, like, ah. I, now that I think about it, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I, I think the hardest part for me would also be well, no, maybe not. I I'm a night owl, like right, like I, I love the night, but I I do intru- I do appreciate the sun every once in a while. Like yeah. it's it's nice to go out on a little hike or something. You know, you can't really do that if you're a vampire. You can watch the sunset. You can't really do that either. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. But hmm. hmm. Well, there you have it. Two out of three on this podcast. Well, I'll have to ask Justin one day. I, I'm curious what his answer is going to be. I feel like he's going to say no. I'll say this, and I'm wondering if he stands about it, but back in the day we had this discussion. And he said, if you were a vampire, I'm sorry. I'd have to turn into a vampire hunter. I was like, well, fuck you. What the <laughs> hell? Oh, oh, that that was my next question. I'm sorry. I, I hate to go back. I'm backtracking a little bit here. Uh, Twilight, right? Uh, is there vampire hunters in that story at all? From the first movie, I don't remember. I can't recall. Ah, Stephanie, you um, fucked up. I'm just saying yeah, like that would have been a. You want... like the little vampire? Yeah, like, that was a good vampire hunter. <laughs> yeah. You want me to watch your movie? I mean, you already know. I wrote a whole script about literally vampire hunters. Like I, I love a good vampire hunter story. So uh, you want me to watch your shit? You put a good vampire hunter in there. I'm there. There. Oh yeah. Mm. Anyway. Ooh, I was gonna say there's so much I could dive into on that one too. Ooh. But then, anyway. I mean, yeah, we could talk about that uh, on a whole other episode if you wanted to. Um. Anyway, I I, I wanted to, to build this all up for one big final question, and I hope we did a good job today. I know we're we're down a man. Uh. So I hope everybody's been sticking with us t- to this point. Have you heard of the Highgate? vampire jeremy i have i don't know a whole lot about it um but i have heard of it yes so i i had a lot more information on this earlier in the uh, month of october we were gonna do an episode about it or at least talk about it to some degree uh since then i have lost a lot of that information just because of you know, computers and hard drives and all that stuff, which is another reason we haven't been able to make a video in a while. It's because my hard drive space is just full up. But I will do my best to give you guys a little bit of information about the Highgate Vampire. Um, I believe the story takes place in the late 60s uh, in a Highgate cemetery. And this was in London, if I'm not bad and mistaken. Uh, so London in the 60s, you can just about imagine it's booming, right? Like, that's probably, like, the place to be, especially if you're a Beatle fan, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so there were reports of a gray figure walking around in 
vandalizing. I say vandalizing loosely because I don't really necessarily know what they meant by that. I don't know if it was like ripping up graves or doing something unspeakable with the corpses there. But there's some vandalism going on. And there's a mysterious letter that shows up from a gentleman uh, saying, I've seen the grave figure, basically. And this is where a whole can of worms just gets unleashed. Where do you think this is going? Um, I'm going to say that either that dude disappeared or um, he's the one person who keeps coming up with the stories. So, turns out that the man that sent the letter, uh, let me see if I can pull up his name again. It's been a long time. Like I said, this is not really a long time, but it's been a minute. Um, oh man, where is this guy? See, this is why you do your research people and don't throw it away. Um, I apologize for the, the awkward silence here. Oh no, it's good. No, so why you're doing that? Um, just a real quick, why he's pulling that up, people. Uh, a very highly underrated vampire movie, in my opinion. You should go check out. And Chad, if you haven't seen it, you should too. Cirque de Freak, the Vampires. Oh, yeah, John C. Riley. That's that's actually a really good movie. Um, I hear the yes. books are very dark. Uh, yeah, I'm so upset that they haven't done a sequel, and they probably won't. Yeah, I don't think they ever will. Um, you know what's really fucking weird about this? I'm, I'm sorry to uh, to go off on a tangent here again, but this Highgate thing, right? Like I said, earlier in the year, uh, or earlier in October, I was able to find like a ton of information. I can't find a whole lot on this right now, which is very weird. See, I, I, and it's things like that, too, that make you wonder if like there is um, whoever post that or the area that it happened in if they can like see that there's a spot going up on the internet of that and if people take shit like that off i'm sorry it was just very bizarre to me <laughs> um so essentially here's what happened there were two gentlemen who claimed to be vampire hunters that went into this cemetery vowing that each of them were wrong like one gentleman said no i'm right the other one said no i'm right uh, both claim to be vampire hunters, one of them from a Catholic church branch of uh, special exorcism divisions. Go figure. Yeah. And uh, they decided to go publicly with this, held a media press conference saying that they were going to hunt it down that night and kill the vampire that was just riddling these bodies. There was a riot that kind of broke out. Some some crazy shit went down, and the vampire was quote unquote never killed. Uh, and this is all in the sixties, right? Sixties to early. It, it started in the early, the late sixties. I think it bled a little bit into the late seventies because in nineteen seventy nine, uh, the two gentlemen who were debating uh, who was right and wrong about the vampire uh, challenged each other to a duel of magic and swords. <laughs> so no, yeah so it's <laughs> it's absurd okay like it's absurd but they actually put out flyers about this um and i swear to god people i'm not making this up at one point in time you could find this but i cannot find it and i don't know why i'm tripping out a little bit right now but i swear to you this is a true story and i'm i don't know why i cannot find anything on this anymore it's very weird. Um, well, like I said, I've heard about it before, so I definitely, I know you are not making it up. Um, so, um, that, think about it like this. So for people who are going to listen to this, and we know that you're out there, um, they're, that are skeptics about it, and I was like, oh, we, you guys really think that there was vampires? Hey, Apparently, if a whole damn town thought it uh, was true in the 1960s, there's a reason behind this stuff. There's a reason these fo uh, this folklore still is around today. That's all I'm saying. I think it stands the test of time. Like, but I'll 
<coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know about his uh, duel of swords and magic. I don't. No, <laughs> that, that's that's, uh, that's a whole different thing. At um, that point, they're probably looking for Merlin's ghost. So ten points awarded to Slytherin. So uh, <laughs> I will say that uh, apparently Sean Manchester, that's the guy's name. <clears throat> he later said that he tracked down the vampire in the mid eighties uh, where it took the form of a spider and he apparently torched it. And uh, that was that the vampire was never seen from again. And he saved the day. No, I... at that point, <laughs> I've seen vampires turn into a lot over, you know, reading books and movies. I've never heard of them turning into a spider. Yeah, I. You know what? I wonder what year. What year did it come out? The book. Um, let's see. I think it was like maybe seventy-eight or. 80? Damn. Uh, okay. So yeah, see. I was just curious because it's like, I wonder if he borrowed inspiration from that, and he was like, "That's it. That's the key. It's gonna be a spider," and oh. uh, you know maybe. But I don't even know if the book even says he's a spider. I think that was just the well, stupid miniseries that said he was a spider. Nineteen eighty-six. Okay. When the book came out. Yeah. So uh, September of nineteen eighty-six. Um. Hmm. I think at that point, if you were dead set that you wanted people to believe you about your story, and if you were really dead set on being like, hey, no, I was right about this vampire, I don't think you just torch the spider and like, aha, catch the spider, wait for it to turn back. That's what I would do. (laughs) Bring it to a public domain and say, here it is, now we wait. Feast thine eyes upon... (laughs) The spider pyre? I don't know. Spider pyres. <laughs> it's God almighty. Oh, Lord. But real quick, and this will be the last thing that I talk about, not vampire related, but 1986. Can you imagine being a kid in 1986 and reading it? My God. That 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 would have been trippy. That would have been It trippy. would have been very trippy. <laughs> and then, I mean, you could even relate vampires with Stephen King, too. Imagine reading Salem's Lot. Dude, Fuck yeah, right? Like, Salem's Lot is some scary shit. The kid at the window just tapping? Yeah. No. Still to this day, like, I'll see that scene and it gives me goosebumps. I'm like, oh. Mm. It's freaky as hell, man. And plus, uh, what, the Count? Yeah. It's just terrifying. It's coming. Well, we're winding everything down. We got like a quick, like two, three minutes here. I don't have any Halloween news. Uh, as you guys already know, we're kind of heading into the holidays. So there's a not not a lot going on in the world of horror. Um, do you have anything going on in the world of horror at the moment? Uh, well, uh, Smile comes to um, home on Blu-ray. Uh, Looks like it came out um, already to Blu-ray on the 14th. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen that or have you seen it? I have not. Smile, no. you, know what I'm, you know what I'm talking uh, about? I know what you're talking about. I just haven't. Um, I just haven't watched it. Uh, so Halloween ends. Um, yeah. Uh, digital Blu-ray uh, release dates are announced. Um, unfortunately, it's not telling me. Let's see. David S. Pumpkins made a return to um, SNL, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, yeah, yeah it looks like um, they announced it today. Uh, well, as of uh, November 8th, they announced that Halloween ends. Um, I guess it says it's coming out sometime later this month. Wow, give announce the date and then don't even have it on the website. Huh? Sorry, people. Uh, November 15th. There we go. So yeah. it's already out. Okay, okay. I'll have to check it out. I, I don't I don't know much about it. Um uh, if you're a Del oh, Toro no, that's Halloween fan. ends. Oh. Wow, yeah, that was fast. Sorry. Yeah, very fast. Um if you're a Del Toro fan, I do know that uh, his Pinocchio will be dropping on Netflix sometime uh, in December, I believe. Go check that out. It's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait. And, um, yeah, there's not a lot going on, people. I apologize. There's just not a lot happening right now in the world of horror. But? No, there's not a whole lot. Um, 
one thing that I wish I would have looked up before the show since we did talk about vampires. Have you heard anything about Salem's Lot release? You know what? I, I was at Barnes & Noble a little while back. Like This is about a couple months ago. And I did see the new book cover. Um, and I'm not sure if it's a photo from the new movie or not. But it did say, soon to be a Hollywood motion picture. And the book had an updated cover that looked really cool. So Okay. So hopefully before the year's out, we get that gem. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and if you're looking for gems, by the way, if you're looking for a hidden gem out there, I may have already mentioned this. Go watch My Best Friend's Exorcism over on uh, Amazon. Thank me later. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah, myself. it's pretty good. All right. Well, as always, people, thank you for listening. Follow us on all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine, TikTok. And uh, we'll see you guys here next week. And remember, keep it spooky out there.